What's up? What's going on? Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, episode 32. I am your host, Malik Ricks, with my guy, T.C. Fontaine. What's yeah, up, bro? Dude. What's up, man? Uh, man. It's a hell of a hell of an event, dude. Like, I didn't know how they was going to pull it off, but they, they pulled it off. If you don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about WrestleMania. WrestleMania, yeah. Night yeah, one. WrestleMania, night one. Night one, man. It, um, was, uh, it was cool, man. I'm not going to lie. When I, I was scared on the pre-show when Corey Graves was ending. He was like, you could watch this on a WWE network. And then he started listing off all these other platforms you could watch it on. And they don't ever do that. So I'm getting kind of scared <laughs> that uh-huh. they might be taking these pay-per-views off of the network. And if this happens, I'm going to be highly upset. I got to start back stealing these pay-per-views. All right. I'm not going to like that. But I've already had to steal SmackDown for the last two weeks because uh, the live stream on Fox is, doesn't seem to want to work. And um, I contacted tech support. I'm like, man, I'm trying to, trying to watch my show. It's the second week in a row this has happened. And they was just giving me the runaround. And I kind of got frustrated. So I was like, man, I'm just pirate this show, man. The stream I was using was cleared. I felt like I was back in high school again. So <laughs> hoping that continues to work uh, going forward. But yeah, yeah if, if it come down to it, we're going to have to start watching pay-per-views the old school way again. Which is going to suck, man. Like, you have your own platform that even if you have to raise the – even if you have to put, like, a, 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 a an additional well, a rate – Additional rate on the on the show or something like yeah, yeah it's a tier me, system, man. Yeah, like, tier, man. Like, please. I think they already t- got the free one. I'm not sure because I pay for it every month, so I don't know. Yeah, I heard. I seen that they got like a little free thing going on. Yeah, they, I think I think it's like the uh, I don't know if it's just like the the commercials that they show before the shows. You know, before they had like programs yeah, yeah. come on and had like the commercials showing and stuff. It's like a preview of what's on there, or uh, I don't know what that's about. But yeah, they could do they could do a tier system. Um, yeah. Something of that matter, that it, it'll actually be a whole lot better than just. I mean, I, I'm, like, I don't mind paying nine ninety nine. Don't get me wrong, like yeah. nine ninety nine. All the wrestling that way. Yeah, all the wrestling I desire I could, for ten dollars. Hell yeah. yeah! But I mean, if you're gonna raise the price up, like Netflix raised the price up, I still kept it like over several years. So yeah, but it's just like it's what, what what I used to hear on why like they even started doing the pay-per-views on the network is because basically what we're paying for the month is what they make off pay-per-views anyway. So it's not like they're losing money off of pay-per-views. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, this is the same amount of pay-per-view buys you would get. So that's why I'm kind of confused and like low-key frustrated where it's like, why would you go back there where it's mostly it's not going to the, not going to WWE. Most of the money's going to the cable companies and the uh, works of these TV companies. So it's like, why would you go back to that when you already got your own platform and you control the prices there? Like, even even if you do a system where nobody had, like, if the person don't have a membership and they could just pay about $20, $30 to watch this one show, like, you can even have something like that. But please do not. We, we got to start campaigning everybody. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start campaigning of not taking the pay-per-views off the going. network. Yes. Yo, young, young, young key. Pay five dollars extra for young, young key world. Look, we're not. Let's, let's do this. We got to get it to WWE. Do not take these pay per views off the network. Like Please. I mean, I mean, y'all can still do what y'all do because it's a lot of people. At least for the big pay per views, they can do it like how they did it tonight, where they offer these different yeah. uh, pay per view options. Because I mean, let's keep it real, and I think I think WWE understands that, which is why they offered it this way. 
not a whole lot of people watch outside of WrestleMania. Like a lot of people I've seen on Twitter tonight don't tweet about wrestling at all until it's right. WrestleMania. And it's just like, okay, that's what that's what they're here for, just for the nostalgia be like, you know, the same reason it's kinda like the Super Bowl. Like a lot of people don't watch football, but they'll watch the Super Bowl just for, you know, just right, because right. it's a big game, you know, they like the commercials, you know, they like the halftime performance. So it's something to draw just the casual people in. And you will not see them for another three hundred sixty-four well, days. It was, just, it was just weird because I'm since the networkers came around, I have not seen them promote pay-per-views anywhere else. Like, go watch it on nah. here. You can watch it here. It was just strictly that's ironic. The network because it was somebody, somebody I seen yesterday that was like, "Man, this should be a streaming service where they post all the old wrestling pay-per-views." I was like, "It's been a thing for like six years." <laughs> the dude was like, oh, "Man, they need to promote it better." I was like. That's all they do. That's all they do. Obviously, you don't watch wrestling. Yeah, that's I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say nothing to that. I was like, you don't watch wrestling, so I can't. (laughs) I don't feel like being a nerd right now. Just be like, man, uh, WrestleMania though, man. Like, oh, it was. I I about cried during the uh, during the intro. I'm gonna be real, like, bro, the 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 intro video package. I, I about. I was so emotional. I was like, man, this is why I like wrestling. I love wrestling. Like they mess with us. The vi- the video package was dope. Uh that no, it it was it started off with Stephanie McMahon um doing the little, you know, like a like a statement, a little PR announcement. Like this is this is a different WrestleMania from what you're used to. Uh and then it went to this American the Beautiful package. And it was so much soul, like. You see Ray Charles, Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, Boys to Men. Bro. They had Michelle from Destiny's Child. Uh, does that does that kind of get that statement out of her not being able to sing? Because you did a pretty good job with that one. Who? Michelle. Because you know the, the I mean, compared to her, everybody else, yeah. It's always been like she couldn't sing. But, like, singing that on WrestleMania, on one of those type of stages, you know, I don't probably know. wanted Beyonce, but they couldn't get her. So it was like, <laughs> was like let's get the, the other one. The third best thing. <laughs> uh, we can't get Kelly either. Uh, we'll get the other Destiny's Child. Damn it, <laughs> the other Destiny Child. Like, this is Vince McMahon. That's why like, people be like, Vince is racist. WWE's racist. Like man, Vince McMahon get all soul. Like oh. he, he get the he get the blackest of black people music to sing this damn song every year. Like man, yeah, Yolanda man. Adams last year. Yeah, like they you had he didn't have Ray Charles, he didn't had a uh, little Richard. Yeah, like I, I think I think Willie Nelson the only white person that sung it actually. Probably, that's all I, I seen on that package. Yeah, he was the only one <laughs> on the video package. But I, I remember I researched this shit like like last year. I started like man, it's all black people that that sang this song at WrestleMania. And I just looked through it. I was like, man, you got Tanisha, you got. Chloe and Halle, you got the uh, the boys choir of Harlem. Didn't like, Carrie Hilson sing one? Uh, I want to say yeah. You got a lot of them, a lot of them like, like they he know they available. Carrie <laughs> 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 you know, Hilson's not doing anything. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. She hasn't did nothing since Love Locked Down. <laughs> Pretty girl rock <laughs> right? song. But that's why like, I found out. I found out like a while ago that uh, that Titus O'Neil's dating Yolanda Adams. I was like, man, she gonna end up singing "America the Beautiful" next Are year. They still dating. Go, Lo and behold, she was singing "America the Beautiful." <laughs> I was like, I knew it. 
I do it. Uh, that video package was fire though, dude. And then uh, and then they had the little intro video package. It was long as hell, but it was entertaining. Um, and we got right into it, man. Uh, we gonna run down these results and get these grades off. Let's do it. Oh, bless you, man. Uh, in the uh, in the pre-show, Jeez. we had a uh, you, you got that corona. <laughs> Hope not. But, that's how that's how um be seeing that that's the worst thing about this season. Allergy season has now mixed with corona season. So us people that have allergies and now they they all talking like, yeah, man, you need to go to like, yeah, shut up, dude. This happens every year. This ain't the first yeah. year this gonna happen to me. <laughs> it be making me feel paranoid though. Yeah, it makes everybody feel paranoid because everybody's talking about it. So I stay off the internet. Yeah, so I like- I hear somebody coughing or sneezing, like, you know, walls in my apartment thing, so I can hear people just, like, you know, doing whatever. And I hear I hear a cough. <laughs> I'll be like, hold on. <laughs> What's going on, fam? Like, you, you, ready to, you ready to kick Chris out? <laughs> hey, man. Even, not, not even that. It's just, it just people like the neighbors, like, Downstairs, I can hear them all the time. I, I hear playing the video games. They be loud. They be on the chat. Be, Hell yeah, let's go! <laughs> I can hear them sneezing. Like, hold on, dog. Like, you keep that down there. Keep that downstairs. Yeah. But uh, anyway, man. <laughs> uh, for the pre-show, we had Cesaro uh, and Drew Gulak, and uh, I don't remember the last time Cesaro has won a match. One on one, but he did it here. So he got a WrestleMania moment. That was cool. Pre-show moment. Yeah, it was a. Is, it that, was still, short, is, that, is, is that still considered a WrestleMania moment? Yeah, because uh, yeah. Mojo Raleigh won the uh, Battle Royal. That was a WrestleMania moment. I think uh, was wasn't wasn't Hawkins and Zack Ryder last year on a pre-show? But I think they won like the tag titles, something like that. Yeah, they won the raw, the raw tag titles last year. Uh, we got the Google machine right here, so we just gonna verify it real quick. It's real shortly, real quick, real quick, real quick. Uh, that was on the pre-show uh, as okay. well. Tony Nice won uh, the cruiserweight title as well, and then uh, Braun Strowman won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. So those is all WrestleMania moments. Yes, sir. So that was dope, man. Cesaro gets his mania moment. Uh, I think it was the first one since he won the was it the the initial Andre the Giant Battle Royal back in 2014 at WrestleMania 30. Um, I think so. He doesn't win uh, often, and he, you know because of that he doesn't win at WrestleMania often. So that was good to see. Uh, it was a short match, so not much of a grade to really give it. Uh, I would like to see them, you know, once the ball gets rolling again, whenever that is. Uh, we get a match with those guys in front of a live crowd. I would love to see uh, them go at it, you know, one-on-one again and get a lot more time than they did. Yep. Um, but for the actual... The first few matches didn't get a lot of time, honestly. Yeah, not a whole lot of them. Uh, the tag title, the women's tag titles uh, got uh, about 15 minutes, and I thought it was a really good match. Um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, Bliss Cross Applesauce win... Uh, the women's tag team championships for a second time, defeating the Kabuki Warriors. Uh, what, did you do? what did you think of this match, man? Uh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I love, I love hearing Asuka screaming, don't make sense. And like, we don't understand, but I understand what she's saying. So I love it. Uh, Nikki Cross, I seen that little Sandy side tour. I seen mm-hmm. that little 
I got a little nuts in there. Uh, and shout out to Michael Cole for uh, for the plug. You know, just just really gassing up. Like it's Nikki Cross' best match she's ever had in WWE. Like it was uh, at least at least on the main roster. Was, she had some joints in NXT that were fire. Uh, shout out to the the match with Oscar, uh, the last woman standing. Um, I want to say that was in like 2016, 2017. Fire match. But yeah, it's her best match since that one. And uh, she she did. JBL was back too. Yeah, yeah. shout out to JBL too, man. Uh, Hall of Famer was on a uh, color commentary for SmackDown. Bradshaw, uh, the wrestling god. Uh, but yeah, this match was dope, dude. Uh, for what it was, um, what did you give it great for? I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a B. I'm gonna give it a B. It was cool. Like uh, Nikki that? Cross carried the whole match for the most part. Yeah, I, I, I give it a B. It was, it was, was it bad? It was, it was solid opener, and yeah. um, from what from what I can think of, I think it was the first time the women have opened WrestleMania, so that's cool for them to be in that spot. You know, so I I, I would even like to see that uh, in front of the main crowd. Um, I think I might be mistaken because I think the women opened WrestleMania thirty three. Yeah, did they? Um, I remember Naomi won. I can't remember if it was on the pre show or not though. I think we're gonna pretty sure. Uh, hey, we got Google real quick. We're just gonna deviate from what we're doing for a second and just uh confirm this. Uh no, I was wrong. Um that was later. That was actually the, the match before the main event. Never mind. So uh from what I know, um we were super off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from what I know, that was the first time women have main event, uh not main event, but opened uh WrestleMania. So that was cool. Uh, the last match of WrestleMania 35 was a women's match, and the first match of 36 was a women's match. I was thinking that, too. I was thinking that, too. I'm like, that's crazy. Man. Now, that never happened. So. Yeah, that's definitely never happened. Because last year was the first time the women main event. So it never <laughs> happened. Uh, next up, we got Elias and Baron Corbin. King Corbin, unblock us on Twitter, please. I mean, not Twitter, Instagram. Uh, he still has his block. Yeah. You know who else blocked us? Ooh, this one hurt me. Batista. <laughs> Is he mad about his theme song? No. Nah, all right. So uh this the this crazy like Tiger King uh stuff going on. Um no I'm gonna for that. Yeah, that, that little meme I, that, that, I thought it was fun. Like it's going everywhere. He went viral. Yeah, he he blocked us for it though, man. I had I was I was hurt. I was so hurt. I went to go look hey. at this page. I couldn't find it. I was like, oh. Hey. Jeff Hardy never did that to us. Hey, John Cena didn't. If, if, if John Cena ever blocked me, <laughs> I'm going to be sad. Because <laughs> he follow yeah. like 60,000 people on Twitter. So I'll be sad. But uh, anyway, King Corbin uh, lost to Elias. <laughs> like Elias came back. And he was, uh, was kind of perfectly fine after getting thrown off of a podium. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, he ended up beating Baron Corbin. Uh, Elias is undefeated at WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let's go! So shout out to uh, Elias. What does WWE stand for, bro? I don't walk with Elias. Elias. What? <laughs> no. I'm over here hyping my guy up, man. I don't get no support. Oh, <laughs> we walking with Elias. Walk with Elias. Yeah, walk with the lies. I, I don't care about this guy. Uh, for the for the Raw Women's Championship, this one was a little controversial. Uh, 
the Raw yes, Women's sure. Championship. Uh, Becky Lynch uh, defeated Shayna Baszler. Uh, but real quick, what, what grade would you give the previous match? What grade would you give it? Uh, I'm gonna I'm give it a C. It uh, it was cool. Like, it wasn't bad. But it just it wasn't you know stand out. Which you know. Okay, so I would yeah, I'll give it a C. Cause I don't want to be the guy that you know just bashes the guys because I'm interested in the wrestlers. But yeah. So. I mean, it wasn't Baron Corbin's best match. The best match was with uh, Chad Gable, King of the Ring Finals. Um, definitely yeah. the best match of his career. Uh, I mean, it's probably Elias's second or third best match. Um, <laughs> God, wait. That, that, sym- that Symphony of Destruction they had like a month or two ago, that was fantastic. Uh, so that was, that was Elias's best match, in my opinion. But yeah, it was good. This one to see. Uh, but for the, the Raw Women's Championship, uh, Becky Lynch retained her championship over Shayna Baszler. She's looking at a year-long reign here in a couple of days uh, hey. with the Raw Women's title. Uh, it was a lot of controversy over the finish. Um, people yeah, complain that Shayna Baszler loses her first opportunity uh, after she ran through the entire Raw Women's division at the Elimination Chamber. Um, that show you that Becky is like, just because she ran through the whole Elimination Chamber. This woman has held this belt for over a year. So yeah. it's like, honestly, it's an even playing field, if anything, if he's going to say it like that. So. Definitely. And then especially uh, in the fact that if you watch the match, it was, it was really – it it seemed like Becky kind of scouted uh, Shayna a little bit. Yeah. Uh, she, she had counters. Yeah, she had counters to her moves. Um you know, especially the the care for the clutch. She she slipped out of that several times uh, early on and just throughout the match. Uh, and it was it was solid back and forth. It was, you know, it wasn't as bad as when she won the title last year. As far as like the roll up goes, uh, I, I still think it was yeah. kind of a botch to finish this one. It was it was kind of better. Uh, I do think that WWE does need to find more ways to to kind of have Shayna lose matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like she loses matches just like kind of the same way every time. Yeah, so I, you know, you think that's the way of like trying to keep her looking strong? It's, a, it's the best way to protect her, but I think you know, uh, especially on the main roster, it'll get old. Like in NXT, she didn't lose often, so it wasn't really that bad. But uh, even even when she got eliminated in uh, the Battle Royal uh, back yeah. in January by Shotzi Blackheart, it was kind of a similar thing. Um, or she just ends up kind of getting out smarty, and that's how she ends up losing. So, okay, yeah, she might have to tone down uh, that destructive type of behavior yeah. from her a little bit. Well, that was low key. Well, when I watched her on Ultimate Fighter, that was her downfall. She was pretty a little bit too cocky, and she got caught. So that okay, might so a little bit of her MMA career. So. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, yeah. yeah, maybe they don't need to lean into that as hard. Uh, but yeah, next chance, next chance she get, you know, she's gonna win that championship. And yeah, if we would have had money in the bank, I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity for it right there. For Go sure. get that cashing in. Win the money in the bank and cashing in immediately. Be like, hey, I'm cashing this shit in later tonight. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta worry about it after her <laughs> match. Literally after her match to be prepared. Like no, like she would have grabbed that briefcase, grabbed the microphone, be like, I'm cashing this in later, so uh, don't trip. Well, I'm letting you know right now. <laughs> That's unfortunate. It's not gonna happen that way. But yes. Uh, well, what grade would you give that match, man? 
I'd give it a B. It wasn't like extremely bad, so I, I'll give it a B. You know, they both showed what they could do. They did. like what people. Another people. One thing people gotta understand is this is not, you know, regular wrestling. Like every everybody has so much going on right now to the point where it's like you doing this on the biggest show on top of you know regular life ain't regular life right now. So there's a lot of stuff people are dealing with. Um, they make for what they have. They don't have a crowd. They don't have energy to go off of. They have each other. You might see Cole or JBL or something like that. But, you know, they did with the best they could. So, with, with that, hey, giving it a B. Uh, absolutely, man. I'm going to give it a B plus. Uh, my, my network froze for, like, four minutes. And yeah. then I, that, that happened with you, too? That happened a couple times at the beginning with Corbin and uh, Elias. Where it kept yeah. like freezing, so I'm like, maybe there's too many people on. Yeah, like I had to. I was watching on my Chromecast, and I switched to my PS4. Um, but yeah, it froze, and I like I had to load up my PS4, and then like, I was logged out. I had to log back in, and then I was like, damn, it hey. logged you out. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it on my PS4 in months. So oh, okay. So I was like, damn, I gotta log in. I couldn't remember my passwords. I had to go look at my password. So <laughs> I finally got logged in and got the feedback up uh, right before the end of the match. So I'm gonna go rewatch the match and, and find out, you know, what I missed during it. But yeah, uh, from what I seen, I, I'm gonna give it a B plus. Just you know, for this, for the, you know the psychology aspect of it. Uh, I thought Shayna, uh, she was she was the aggressor for most of the match, and Becky was just kind of the vet using her wit to to kind of outsmart Shayna a little bit. So it, it told it told the story, uh proper story for what yeah. it could have been. So can't really complain about it too much. Um it was good. It was good. Uh moving on, uh we have Sami Zayn defending his Intercontinental Championship against Daniel Bryan. Uh the artist collective uh was Cesaro Shinsuke Nakamura and uh, they're they kind of making things hell for Daniel Bryan a little bit there. And Drew Gulak uh, helped even the score up as much as he could. Uh, but watching the match, so I, I initially picked Daniel Bryan to win. And then in the middle of the match, I was just like, this looks like Sami Zayn is going to steal the win and retain the championship. Also because Sami Zayn has never won at WrestleMania. Uh, and he has won at WrestleMania as of now. Uh, yeah. Sami Zayn gets his first win at Mania. He retains an Intercontinental title. Uh, what grade would you give him the match? Um, it's kind of hard. I don't know. I might have to go back and really rewatch this match to really give it a justifiable grade. So maybe tomorrow I might have to speak more on that. What would you give it? Uh, from what I've seen, I, I enjoyed the little, you know, Sami's running away and then using a. Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro as like barriers when Dan Bryan tries to chase him, and then uh, yeah. Gulak gets involved. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a B. Uh, I know these two can have a better match, um, but they 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 got in a lot in oh. under ten minutes. Um, I know they both have a really bad injury history uh, between the mm -hmm. two of them, so you know as much as they could do right here, giving this uh, giving this here. Uh, yeah, so I'm going a, I'm to a give it a B. Cool. We don't have a grade for Malik, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be watching it like tomorrow or something like that. And I, I got you. Uh, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship, this is innovative uh, because yeah. The Miz uh, apparently uh, backed out. I didn't know. I avoided spoilers. 
excuse me. So I had no idea that he backed out of uh of the of the uh. Did you know that? No, I didn't know. Uh, he didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that he backed out of the tag team championship <laughs> match. Uh, so initially it was supposed to be a tag team triple threat match, uh, and then it just got reduced to a regular triple threat match, uh, where it had one representative for each team. So it was uh, John Morrison uh, put the titles on the line against Jimmy Uso, uh, who who I've always thought was the better of the Usos, and then uh, so it was good to see him get that spotlight here. Uh, and it's Kofi Kingston as well. Uh, this match was hard hitting. Um, they put it all on the line for for the fact that there wasn't no fans there. They they put it all out there. It's flames. That's all. I can just imagine how be- how much better it would have been in front of eighty thousand people. But it is what it is. Uh, yeah, they still put on a a, a classic. Uh, it's probably one of the best. Uh, ladder matches in WrestleMania history. It's up there. Yeah. It's up there for real. Because fr- honestly, at first I was upset because I'm like, why didn't they just have, like, they, you know, would do in the past where the two teams, you know, still had their teammate team come out and then John, and John Morrison, Morrison out there to... for himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, like, it's terrible. But, like, hey, that's not my fault. It's, your, part- it's your partner before. backed out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but I was, I was upset at first. But, like, after watching this match and looking at it, you really don't need nobody else in this match, honestly. Love Big E, love love Jay, love uh, Miz. You don't need nobody else in this match. And they got the perfect but, people from each team to to represent them too. Like, yeah, and and the ending of the match was amazing. Yeah, let's talk about that ending, man. Uh, so all three guys are are grabbing the uh the little thing that holds the, the championships up there. And uh, they're all fighting for it. And uh, Jimmy Uso unclips the, uh, you know, they got the little holder, the little brass yeah. holder that hold the, the the belt that they put the belts on. And, and Jay Uso unclips it. And so, like, each of them are all grabbing it. And then uh, John Morrison uh, takes down the championships and falls down. That is the second time that this has happened to Kofi Kingston in a ladder match. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a triple threat ladder match. Uh, back in 2010, at the table, ladders and chairs pay per view is Kofi Kingston versus Dolph Ziggler versus it's Dolph versus Jack Swagger. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jack Swagger and Kofi are fighting for the Intercontinental Championship, and they end up unclipping the title, and it falls down to the ground. And then Dolph Ziggler just like goes in the ring and possesses the belt, and he's declared the winner. So Kofi Kingston has really bad luck in these type of situations. This is the second time yeah. this has happened to him in ten years. But this got me thinking now, like with that with that gold thing, I, I didn't see so many people trying to unhook that in these ladder matches. And I'm like, why don't you just pull down the belts? Yeah, just grab I've the always belts thought, right that, I'm like, why don't you just pull down the belts? So now I'm like, maybe they just can't do that no more. And now that John Morrison has has uh, done it, I'm like, all right, cool. And another cool spot to me is when, uh, what was it? Jimmy and John was in a ring and like, Jimmy pushed a ladder onto John Morrison and like he literally like his head went through it. That sh- it was fired. <laughs> yeah, I was, was like, that was that was interesting. Oh. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, I don't think it's ever happened yet. Man, this uh this match was dope. I enjoyed it. Uh what grade would you give it? I'm a I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it an A, man. It's, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm it, it turned it the tide of the pay-per-view. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I was enjoying the pay-per-view up to the up to this match, but 
I was like, man, if you keep going like this, it's gonna get yeah. kind of. <laughs> And uh, this 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 turned the tide. Like it really brought me back into it for real. I think the pay per view itself turned the tide because uh, everything yeah. after that, I don't think amazing. Missed. Even the Universal Championship, we don't talk about that. But yeah. even that one didn't really miss it. It was kind of what was expected. So yeah. I can't really get mad at it. Like as long it, if it lived up to my expectations, it, it's cool with me. So that's what right. that was. But yeah, this one I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it an A. Man. It was a uh, you know they, they put their bodies on the line. For you know, to entertain people, that's it's the, it's what they do. Uh, it's what it's all they know is what to just. And it's know, a few perfect thing. guys for it too. Yeah, uh, three bets. You know, former world champions, and then you got Jimmy Uso. Uh, fortunately, has not uh, had any champ <laughs> had any chances at a world championship, but maybe maybe in the future. I don't know. Probably one of the top tag team, like top. Probably tag one of the best tag team history. wrestlers ever, all the time. Yeah, so. It's arguable. Like you can argue yeah. who who the best tag team wrestlers are all the time, and and the Usos are He's both up there. up there. Yes, sir. You know they don't, they don't always got to be singles, but you know even though that's yeah. kind of you know it's always been seen as the, the 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 goal, you know the end all goal, but it don't necessarily have to be. Yeah, especially if you're doing it with your brother. Exactly, man. I mean, literally day one ish. Like y'all was literally yeah. born on the same day. Y'all been together <laughs> the whole yeah. time, so. So, Can't get mad. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. Uh, next up, we got Kevin Owens versus seven, Seth Rollins. Uh, Kevin Owens initially won by disqualification after uh, Seth Rollins hit him with the ring bell. And Kevin Owens was like, hold on, fam. I ain't, I ain't with that. Like, you know, get, get back here. We're going to start this over. No DQ. So Seth yeah. Rollins was like, you don't know. You never learn. Uh it, this one was this this was cool. Like I enjoyed it. I, I, I think uh from from what we have gotten through this whole feud is it's just really personal. And uh yeah. and they, they turned that up to another level, especially when it became a no DQ match. They really turned it up, you know. Seth Rollins uh, you know, was taunting him, he called Kevin Owens a fat piece of shit. That was hilarious. <laughs> like I was I, I was laughing so hard when he said that. I like, <laughs> like I thought that was like because you know what it reminded me of. It kind of like it, even though it was just minor, but it reminded me of uh, the Rock and Mick Foley, the empty oh, arena match did. that they had, and the Rock was just talking shit the whole time. And so like Seth Rollins calls him, uh, you know, a fat piece of shit, and then Kevin Owens is like, "You've always been a bitch." I was like, "Oh, we get we get yeah. personal. This yeah, this is personal. This this is authentic. This is real." Now uh, I'm gonna say this. This is why I get upset when older wrestlers, part-timers come in and steal the world title spots. Because to me, the only thing that would have made this match better is having a world title right. This, this match will, to me, honestly, will go down in history. But it's just like, bro, had it been for that WWE with a universal title, bro, it would have just made it that much better. And, and me as a wrestling fan, like when I get frustrated, it's because of stuff like that. When you have a match like this, and it's like, I'm not saying it's not for no reason, not saying that it's pointless, but it's like, yo, if this would have been for the for the world title, bro, like think about it. This would have really went down in history, you know what I'm saying? As probably one of the best world titles matches of all time. Just 
from like when they restarted because after like once they restarted, I'm like, yo, this is this is because the match is good already. But once he DQ'd himself, I was like, oh, that's kind of anti. Like I was like, uh, all right, you know, whatever. But when KO hopped in the ring and he started cutting a promo, we got a promo in the middle of that on top of them coming back in and just going at it. And then when Kevin Owens jumped off the sign. Yes. When he through jumped the, off the sign, the elbow though, dropped through the table off of the off of the WrestleMania sign. I think it's the first person anybody, first time anybody's ever jumped off of a WrestleMania sign before. You didn't uh, need fans for that. Nah. Especially <laughs> something personal like this. You don't need it. You, you're trying to, you're trying to brawl wherever. Uh yeah. And honestly, man. they should, you know, in the years coming, they should keep this idea in mind. Like I honestly, I wouldn't mind seeing or empty matches. arena matches. Yeah, like at the PC center like this. Like especially they if they're personal feuds, like. You don't have you don't have these people just wrestling in the ring like let's give us like let give us the chance you know authorize us to fight wherever we want to fight at yeah what so, uh what you gonna get this match man I'm gonna keep it a buck I'm giving it a an A an A plus A plus yes sir yeah me too man this is a uh, actually I'm gonna I'm gonna give the previous match an A plus too. Like the latter match, okay. I'm gonna get that a plus two because, like I said, it, it turned the tide of the pay per view. And then, I'm at that, yep. You know, usually, you know, you have ladder matches like that on the card. You know, you gotta have a cool down for the for the crowd, but like they yeah. jump right into the Kevin Owens Seth Rollins right afterwards. Um, so you don't necessarily need a cool down in this sense. So for sure, I'm gonna give a I'm gonna give this one an A plus. Hey, shout out Kevin. Shout out like, Kevin Owens getting a. I think it was, this is his first win at Mania. I think he had one win before. Yeah. But this this right here is that stamp. This right here is, is that stamp where it's, when you speak on Kevin Owens, you speak His on last Seth. last one was against Jericho, Seth. right? Yes, I think it was. Okay. Yeah. You speak on KO, you speak on, on Seth Rollins. This is a match that I don't think nobody's ever going to forget. No, nah, this is this is going in their personal history books. For, yes, for, sir. Um, so you need a cool down match. So we gonna move with <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Universal Championship was was it for real cool? Ain't that match. crazy? Yeah, yo, yo top championship was the cooldown match at WrestleMania. <laughs> what kind of stuff? What kind of stuff is that? Uh, Goldberg defends his championship against Braun Strowman. Initially, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns. A cooldown uh, match with Goldberg and Braun Strowman. Goldberg is your world champion. And he is in the cooldown match at your biggest show. That's crazy. In front of nobody. He he <laughs> in front of nobody at that. That is insane to me. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like wrestling has changed, people. I keep telling everybody, wrestling has changed. But let's let's be real though. What? With Roman, this would have been hot in front of the crowd. I think the crowd, like the crowd would have did their own thing with this match. Like they would have, they would have booed the shit out of both guys. Oh yeah, that's what I'm about to say with Goldberg and, and Roman. Yeah, they would have pulled it. Yeah, they would have took so, over like, the, the crowd. The crowd would have made this match interesting. Uh, but but I mean, the match went the same way I thought it was going to be with Roman. Just like uh, Goldberg hit Braun Strowman with like five spears. Uh, went to go pick him up for the jackhammer, and then Braun hit Goldberg with like five power slams, and uh, it won the belt uh, about two minutes. Uh, it it was what it was. It, that's what I expected. Like I, like I was saying a few minutes ago, it lived up to my expectations, and that was good enough for me. Um, I'm gonna get this one. Uh, so you know, <laughs> you know, in school, <laughs> you, 
you know, in school, where like your your professor don't want to fail you, but like he ain't gonna give you a, a passing grade neither. So he just mark your your grade for the semester is incomplete. Yep. I'm gonna get this one an incomplete. Like I don't want to mark you. You know, you know it is what it was. I'm not I'm not tripping over it. Uh, what what grade would you give it? Yeah, I'm, honestly, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna get at a. I gotta give it a C. A C. You know what I mean, okay. Because this is the this this the time. I'm not gonna give it a D. I'm not gonna give it an F. But like you know, it, it wasn't like a terrible terrible match. It went just like everybody thought it would go. But you know, I don't care what comes before you. This is the top title. This is the this is the main attraction in wrestling. You have to put on a great show. I don't I don't care who went on before you. You know what I mean? It's like that's my that'd be my frustration with wrestling because had this match not been for the title and it went on after, then we could talk. You know what I'm saying? It's different. You know what I mean? But it's you know you're putting up a, the, the top prize at your top show and you know you got hard work. You know what I'm saying? So hey, it is what it is. Hey, make it better next year. You know hey. that's all you gotta do. And uh, you know, once we get these these arena crowds back, you know, Braun Strowman gonna give Roman a, a you know another championship. You already know that. I mean, another championship chance. You know, because Braun ain't Braun ain't turning down no fights. Uh, and Roman shut up, gonna... shut up, Mr. Junior Chronicles. Every time I hear Roman, I think of him. So, Mr. <laughs> Junior. And uh, yeah, but Roman, man, he not going. Yeah, he 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 not gonna go for that. Like, hey, fam, all right, I'm back. Like, we good now. Like, let me get my championship. You know, I ain't get a chance at this. I need my belt back. Like, every time, every time I want to get my belt back, something happens. Like, think that that belt is kind of cursed at this point. Like, something happened every time somebody win that belt. If it ain't, <laughs> like, if it ain't Brock Lesnar. Like, yeah. Because Finn Balor got hurt. Like, right. Finn, Finn got hurt in the match he wanted in and had to relinquish it the next night. And then Kevin Owens didn't main event a pay-per-view the whole time. Loses to Goldberg. Uh, Goldberg and Brock, that was cool. Brock ended up holding it for about a year and a half. Roman gets it, ends up getting cancer, has to relinquish it. Brock gets it again. And we just tired of Brock having it. Seth wins it. And then we get tired of Seth. And then Bray has it. And they end up having him lose to Goldberg, and now so hopefully Braun can help turn the tide a little bit. Uh, it's long overdue for Braun uh, to win yes. the world championship. So congrats to Braun Strowman on his first world championship. And I WWE. just want I just want WWE to really look at their workhorses in a different eye. That's all. Look at him in a different eye. This man, like I said, I'm sorry, I don't want to keep harping back on this match. This man, Kevin Owens, like literally, no big man should be doing that. For that high, Seth Rollins took the bump too. Seth Rollins took the bump. Like for Seth, I'll give hella respect to Seth Rollins for taking that bump. Because even though it's not like no like hell in a cell, Shane McMahon, but you know how high that man jumped from for all that weight to come down on you. Big ups to both of these guys, man. And uh, one thing to note as well about that Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens match, uh, I totally forgot what I was about to say. I am so sorry. Uh, so if it comes to mind again, I'll remember. <laughs> ah, uh, let's get into let, it. Let, let's get into this. The the main event. Hey, uh, listen. If you would have told me five years ago, like, hey, in 2020, AJ Styles is going to main event WrestleMania. 
I'll be like, AJ Styles not even in the WWE. What are you talking about? <laughs> but here we are. Like AJ Styles in main eventing WrestleMania, uh, the Boneyard match with the Undertaker. Uh, listen, this is so like pro- like before we turned on the recording, me and Malik was talking about like the old WWE films that came out. Uh, yes, and how they they actually had a nice little run of WWE films in like the mid late two thousands. They had the Marine. Uh, the Condemned, and uh, of course, my personal favorite WWE movie of all time, See No Evil, featuring Kane. Uh, so we were talking about these movies that they had, but this right here, this Boneyard match, this is the best match. This is the best movie. <laughs> this is the best wrestling movie I've ever seen in my life. Like This was incredible. Uh, so we, we started, we, have, we hear Undertaker's music, and there's a hearse pulls up. And uh, Hearst, they pull out the, the casket, they roll the casket out, they open the casket, and it's AJ Styles like trolling <laughs> as the Undertaker. <laughs> Bro, so, wait, you know what I thought of? What up? So then AJ cut the ball on Undertaker, right? When he sent uh, Carl and Lou out for him to sign the contract. What they should have did, honestly, what I think would have been great. Re, like rebooking, if AJ went out there and when the lights went off, and you know the Undertaker popped up behind them, if AJ was out there, you had AJ popping a ring, while Undertaker standing outside the ring, and the lights come back on, he just like, see, you're old. Like, I already seen this trick a million times. Like, I don't know. I just I've, I've been thinking about that the entire time, but yeah, you keep going. All right, I'm I'm about to get <laughs> if you haven't seen this, this is the most greatest ridiculous thing i've ever seen in wrestling <laughs> like even more than the the final deletion ultimate deletion with matt shout hardy out, shout out to matt matt yeah, hardy said the he yeah he yeah he he the innovator it is like yeah, i mean him and, and chavo guerrero lucha underground i think they they started this um yeah did listen so <laughs> so after so after aj pops out the casket right he's like where's undertaker at and then he hears a bike and like I heard the bike before, like AJ acknowledged it, and I was like, "Oh, this biker taker is back!" Like the American <laughs> badass. This, this is my favorite. That's my favorite version of the Undertaker. Uh, so he pull up on the on the bike, and then they they did the whole like the camera pans up from his feet, stepping off the bike, and it pans up <laughs> to show him, and it just showed the credits. The Undertaker. <laughs> like, it was like really cinematic. It was dope. And so like Taker just walks, and they start they start brawling. They start fighting. Uh, it's probably one of the most epic things I've ever seen. It was really like a, a, a really low-budget action movie. A different side of Taker we've never seen. We've never, never seen, seen this version of Undertaker. Talking. He's like getting like, super personal. Yeah. Like, I mean, and, and that's kind of how he was with the American Badass initially. He would talk a lot of shit, like Big Evil. Uh, uh-huh. Like, like go, go back and watch, like... I know when I, remember I told you to watch WrestleMania. No, he sure did. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, so like... If you go back and watch the episode of SmackDown before WrestleMania 17, like he was he was talking shit to Triple H. He, like he ended up getting arrested before WrestleMania. He was talking shit to the cops. He was like, "Hey, why don't we stop and get a donut on the way down to the jail station?" Like, <laughs> he, was, he was in his bag. So, uh, so it was a good little you know kind of go back to to the old times with Undertaker, my favorite version. Which is like, especially with a guy like AJ. Who could talk? He talk crap. Yeah. So yeah, so, this is yeah they, they can get they can they can bounce off of each other and just you know, uh, 
it, it reminded me of like one of those really low budget uh action movie sequels that you see on Netflix. Like that's what that reminded me of some old like Steven Seagal uh Rambo type of <laughs> type of thing. Man. Uh so that uh anyway, uh Gallows and Anderson pop up after uh Undertaker had AJ buried initially, they pop up and it's a bunch of druids in a barn house. Undertaker. And they, they unleash the druids on Undertaker. Undertaker takes care of them, uh, ends up fighting off uh, Gallows and Anderson here. Uh, there's a shovel out there. They end up taking the shovel to try to bury the Undertaker. And uh, AJ Styles gets up, cracks the shovel over Undertaker's back. <laughs> and Undertaker falls into the ditch. And this, and this is like... It, it is. It, well, let me let me let me back off from uh, summarizing this real quick, and let me just say that uh, as far as this is concerned, like like we said, we haven't seen anything like this from the Undertaker, right? Right. Which is crazy because we think like, man, the Undertaker agreed to do this ridiculous stuff, but then you remember he's been a, a, a zombie for thirty years. It's like he was already ridiculous, like. <laughs> so <he's, laughs> <laughs> so uh undertaker is about to get buried aj styles gets into the forklift he's gonna throw the dirt on him undertaker just like pops up right behind him right it just like catches a new wind and i don't think aj styles got any momentum in you, th- you think they took a break from the from the batch so he could like catch his breath or something oh yeah you know that was like it's like all right we're back in we're back in 40 guys <laughs> Back on set in forty. Uh, hey, good job, AJ. I didn't hit you too hard, did I? Well, I know you're good. Uh, yeah, he pops back up. He just catches a new win. I don't think AJ Styles got any offense in for the rest of the whole thing. Uh, he, which is <laughs> he okay. Is, yeah, it's cool. Like Undertaker was whooping his ass. Uh, they they end up fighting on top of like this barnyard shed. Uh, he uh, Undertaker tombstones one of. Uh, Gallows and Anderson can't remember which one. Uh, tombstones them. It was Anderson. Yeah, tombstones them on top of the barn, and then he ends up choke slamming AJ Styles off of it uh, onto something. I don't know what he ended up getting choke slammed onto. Uh, he goes and takes AJ, uh, big boots him into the ditch, and then. Uh, throws the dirt on him, and then AJ's hand is just sticking up out of the dirt, and then he reveals a tombstone. This tombstone kind of made me uneasy a little bit, seeing like AJ, rest in peace, AJ Styles, 1979 to 20. <laughs> like, yeah. I wonder how his kids feel about seeing that. Uh, <laughs> only uh, listen, here's what would have made this match better. Uh, so, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen. Uh, what was the name of that damn Rise, the Rise of Skywalker? Uh, the last Star Wars movie came out uh, this past December. So, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry. Uh, it's been out for about four months now, so you probably should have. But uh, at the end of it, towards the end of it, you have a uh, rape Ray, uh, almost, almost revealed a, a major spoiler. So, I'm, I'm gonna have some respect. Spoiler, man. If you look, if you listen to this, hey, hey, hold on, I'm gonna have some respect, but I'm not like it's gonna spoil it, man. Minor spoilers, just minor spoilers. So, okay. I'm not gonna do major, shit. but so Ray, uh, you know, Ray has been doing her Jedi training, and uh, towards the end of it, 
all the Jedi from the past like start speaking to her, just like the, the spirits just start talking to her. So you hear like uh, Anakin Skywalker, you hear Obi-Wan Kenobi, you hear Mace Windu, shout out to Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, so you hear all them. And so that's why I would have liked to see something with the Undertaker after he like rose up again. I would have yeah. loved to just like you hear Paul Bear. Oh, man. oh yes, finish him, Undertaker. <laughs> like brother love, like you could have uh, Bruce Prichard. I'm pretty sure was there, like when they was filming this. Like you could have got him to do brother love. Like what was he the Dark Order? You could have had those guys too. Or something. <laughs> you could have had. Uh, well, you you could have had like. Uh, Damn it, I'm I'm drawing a but blank. Kane? Kane, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I forget Kane's name. Shit. Uh you could have had Kane, like, like holograms he, or something. Like you I'm surprised he actually didn't pop up. Like Kane. Yeah, they should have Kane pop up. Like you could have had these guys in holograms, man. Like I know we can't get Paul Bear, you know, obviously rest in peace. Uh yeah. to what is his name? William Moody. Uh R.I.P. Uh side note, I remember uh, we went to Denny's a couple years ago and my waiter looked just like Paul Bear. So I was kind of creeped out. <laughs> but you know something else I thought of, uh, which like I, I kind of hope that could have happened in this match. Um, uh-huh. When the, what was it, like the main, what you call them, the minions or the move, whatever they call? Oh yeah, the, uh, the, the when uh, the, the Ministry of Darkness, right? Yeah, with all the little black hoods. No, oh, the druids. Yeah, yeah, the druids, when they came out. I really wish if after he really like, like just whooped all their ass, Alistair Black would have like popped up out of nowhere and just gave him that 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 kick and then just like then just left like you know what I mean just just left and then you could have gave him them like could have you know did something with him and Taker like probably kind of set up for that next next year WrestleMania because I I'm sure it's not the last we see of Taker. Uh, I uh I initially thought that's kind of what they were gonna go with. I thought it was gonna be uh that'd have been cool. I mean you still the, got the OC to do something like that versus uh, Undertaker and Alistair Black. That's why I initially thought oh. it was gonna be. Yeah, at WrestleMania, maybe it would have been like that had all this stuff not happened because they just yeah. def- they just definitely threw Alistair Black in a little throwaway match against Bobby yeah. Lashley tomorrow night. So like, that's just some 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 food for thought. Like honestly, when they all came out and tried to attack Undertaker, you know he take them all out, and then you you turn around, you just get you know all that that the kick. I forget the name of his move. I don't remember moves, people. I'm sorry, but you know he you kick him. Uh, and then you kind of just have him like kind of just stand over Taker, and then he just walk out because he don't he don't mess with AJ neither or the OC. So he he just he just pimp off, and you know that set up something for next year because I know Taker would be highly pissed, but he like forget this, I gotta uh, bury this dude right now, and then I'll deal with you later, son. For sure, man. And uh, at the end of the match, Undertaker hops back on his motorcycle, uh, rides off, raises his arm. And as soon as he raises his arm, the barnyard gets set on fire. And then uh, his uh, Ministry of Darkness logo. I used to yeah. draw that all the time when I was a kid. Uh, the logo ends up, you know, showing up in the background. It was really cinematic. Uh, this match, um, what grade would you give this match, dude? It, it, even, it wasn't even really a match, but yeah. it was kind of it was kind of like a buried alive match. Because what was, it was, I'm giving it an A. Like, I, I think uh, this is. All buried alive matches should have been like this, honestly. Yes, yes, they all right. should have been like this because, like, honestly, it's pointless to do it in an arena full of people who know you're not going to be, you know, technically there, even though we know you're not there. But if like, they had like trap doors back then or something, yeah, yeah. Now you have it in a graveyard, it's like a graveyard, bro. 
you could have filmed it real cinematic like and i think uh man had had this pandemic not happened we probably wouldn't have ever gotten anything exactly. like this exactly. again because like i don't think they really like the ultimate deletion that much even though it was a hit on youtube but uh-huh. I, don't, I don't know if they liked it that much i'm pretty sure like and outside of you know outside of the the hands being tied they didn't have a choice but to go with it but they they nailed it so i think uh shout out to jeremy borash uh tna Hey. Uh, TNA alumni uh, who's working with WWE the past few years. Did he direct um, this? Mm-hmm. I think he did because I know he was involved in uh, the Bray Wyatt, Matt Hardy Ultimate Deletion because he was involved in the original uh, right. Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy. Oh, so he, yeah. Now this this makes perfect sense. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like if, so I, I'm assuming Jeremy Borash had something to do with that. So, uh, if he did, major props. Uh, if he didn't, I want to find out who did because I want to give him the props uh, for yeah. that. Uh, my rate. Like- when AJ was like, don't bury me. Don't bury me. Don't bury me. Yeah, I was like, man, you copping, please. Now you was talking all that shit for the past like, <laughs> month and a half. Like, now you out here copping, please. Uh, but uh, you gave it an A. I'm a listen. If, uh, if Dave Meltzer uh, gave uh, Kenny Omega versus Okada seven stars, I'm giving this one eight. What? <laughs> Like this, this is probably the best thing I ever seen on wrestling in my life. Like it was just that good. I think it's just the fact I'm a film junkie, so like okay. the fact it's kind of, kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, it's in your world. Image a little bit. It's in your world. Yeah, it, it scratched that film itch. Like it, it was, it wasn't like major budget. Hey, but, see, when we have our own promotion one day, we're gonna do this. Oh hell yeah! I want, I'm dead. I want to do something like this <laughs> at some point in my life. Uh, in addition, I want to get Stone Cold Stunner, and I want to have a segment just like this. Those are my two. <laughs> those are my two goals in this in the wrestling industry that I want to, you know, want to get on. Uh, I'm gonna give this one eight stars, just because like this this is the greatest damn thing I ever seen in my life. And it was it finally dope. popped in my head. Black Mass. I'm sorry now. The, the move popped in my head. Okay, but continue. You know, also, let me bounce back. This, I remember what I was going to say about Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. What? Kevin Owens finally brought back the pop-up powerbomb. I just wanted to shout that out. Oh, yeah. Uh, he brought that back just for probably one night only. But, you know, he had to reach in his bag a little bit. It was like, man, I don't want to get rid of this <laughs> motherfucker right now. So I'm getting my bag. But uh, but but back to this boneyard <laughs> match, man. Um, you you think like this is the way they wrote off AJ Styles? Like, is this the way to retire AJ Styles, or you think he'll you know be back in some capacity? You know, maybe is yeah, him back. in a full time capacity. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I wouldn't mind this end of him in a full time capacity. AJ Styles is a veteran of this game. He gave us plenty plenty of great matches. If he want to be a part timer, he has worked his he gave his time, gave his life. He deserves to be a part timer doing whatever he wants to do and join his life. Absolutely. I know he's been on record uh, saying that uh, this is going to be his last contract uh, with WWE. That was a couple years ago, maybe like a year ago. Uh, like, didn't he talk a five-year contract or something like that? I don't know how long the contract is. So oh. I think his initial one was like three. Okay. So I don't know how long this one is. So uh, but I know he said this is going to be his last one. He's going to retire um, afterwards. But uh is hopefully you know hopefully not but if i take does, i take every wrestling retirement with a grain of salt besides Shawn michaels even he came Shawn michaels he came back for one match though like 
A lot of these guys be retiring, come back. For only two, one who has retired and stayed retired is Stone Cold Steve. Stone Cold, unfortunately, right? And even then, I feel like you know, if Edge came back, it, he definitely got a chance to come back. Like, yeah, I mean, I feel like honestly, with the with with, with a lot of these old guys coming back, uh, I feel Stone Cold still has something in his tank where he could come back. And I want to give one more big ups to Undertaker. Undertaker is probably the only part-timer, you can say, uh, that's from probably the 90s that I wouldn't be mad at if he won another world championship. Just throwing that out there. Just because he, like, that that one year he had a bad year, you know, with, with you know, Goldberg, that match is pretty bad and all that stuff. But besides that, Taker has given us nothing – but greatness for years and years and years. And somehow he still finds a way to do something else great. So, yeah. Shout out, shout out to Taker, man. Give me these shout guys Undertaker. These hours while they're still here. It's, a, it's dope. Undertaker is the American badass again. Hopefully he keeps that up. I think this is, this is probably the best blending of American badass and, and phenom dead man yeah. Undertaker they've done. Just keep it that way, yeah. You don't got to be the – Dead man, we know he ain't sleeping at no graveyard or stuff like that. Yeah, I think like aside from so I, I was watching uh, the episode of SmackDown after WrestleMania 20, and uh, Undertaker came out and Tombstone Paul Heyman at the end of the show, but he had the bandana on. And I was like, you kind of blending it a little bit, you yeah, know, in between there. Uh, but yeah, this was this was dope. Like he he had his, you know, he was in his American badass shit talk bag but he still had those phenom powers. And so uh, I would like to see, you know, Undertaker kind of come back and just ride the motorcycle more often. Uh, you, know. Yeah, you know what I thought? I'm like, what if Undertaker parents would have popped up or some stuff like that? Some crazy stuff. To say. They could have had them in a the hologram too. <laughs> you could have had a hologram of, of Paul parents. Bearer, Brother Love, Kane, his parents. And then like, you could have had, you could have had holograms of all the people he defeated at WrestleMania as well. <laughs> and just if, all of them just if you, looking and being like, if hey, you had man. a if you had a holograph of his parents, he would have had to lose that match because he probably have been like, he would have been stuck. You know what I mean? He would have been like, what the wait, what? Paul Barrett? Wait, hold on, wait. Paul, wait, you might toss him in the grave. I'm gonna see you to go beat <laughs> some, some some crazy stuff like that. So yeah. Hey, hey man, man so Vince, like, cut the check, dude. Hey, cut the check. We're done the check, with these <laughs> ideas. Hey man, uh, what? So, what? What would you consider the match of the night on this show? Man, the it, it wasn't easy, honestly. Like this, dude, like I said, when I when I finally got excited for WrestleMania, I seen why tonight, night one, is is putting a lot of pressure on night two tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's putting a lot of pressure on them tomorrow. But if I had to say the best match, I'm rocking with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. And that's and that's like by hair in a in a race. Because you have this with Taker and AJ and then you cannot leave out that ladder match. So for sure man. It's, it's um, hard. It's hard. For me, my match of the night uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it between the ladder match and the boneyard match. Um, I, I already hyped up the boneyard match, which um, I got one more thing to comment on that in a second. 
But uh, the latter match, like I said, it helped turn the tide, uh, helped really just kind of shift the momentum of the the rest of the the first night. Um, It ended so quick. It was only three hours long. And uh, and it ended, and the sun was still up. I was like, this is the first. Like, WrestleMania don't end when the sun is up. Uh, That's odd. So I never pass out before. Like, yeah, ended at ended at like ten thirty last year. (laughs) Ended at seven o'clock this year. So, uh, yeah. And in the boneyard match, it really, I was like, this was this was ridiculous. And if this was ridiculous, I know the Firefly Funhouse match is going to be like five times more ridiculous. And so I'm really looking forward to that one now. Like, like the the segment last night on SmackDown with John Cena and Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. like that made me just be like, yo, I can't wait for this one. But then the Boneyard match is really it's like if they shoot that match like they did this, they got something. They got something. Yeah, good. man. They, like, like, like I say, night one has put a lot of pressure on night two. And I really hope they keep these two nights going. And then you know, next year with a live crowd and you know, they wrestling live, that's really going to be like, uh, oh, yeah, we got it for, for night two. We I think uh, I think they need to test it out first. I think uh, you can't do a two-night mania in a stadium. Not, not mean, as your first. Honestly. Like, you could, me, but I think just to test out, to see how it will work, do it in an arena. arena. Yeah. Go back to arena. You would make just nights. as much money. I'm, yeah. yeah you, you'll make just much as just much money, you know what I'm saying? Sell a day pass. Sell a day two pass and sell a package. Do sell it. A golden package and, or and don't deviate from what the plan was. I know y'all was gonna. I know WD. I knew it was gonna come to Vegas in in 2022. Yes. So don't deviate from that plan. Y'all can still come to Vegas. Just be at yes. mobile. Like find a time when the when the nights ain't playing. You know. Y'all have. I don't anticipate the, forever. Like y'all yeah. had WrestleMania in Florida forever. Listen, I, I don't anticipate the nights playing in the playoffs in a couple years. So you got some good dates free in April. So you got WrestleMania in April. Yes, I'm a Kings fan taking shots at the Vegas Golden Knights. So this guy, this guy here. Anyway. <laughs> Man. What, what what do you expect from a uh, night two for WrestleMania? I don't know, man. I hope fireworks. I hope it was just as good and entertaining as tonight was. Um, like I said, I'm not going into any expectations with with wrestling like ever again, just because I've been let down so many times. Mm-hmm. But I just hope it'd be as entertaining as this, man. I mean, we still got Randy uh, Edge, last man standing match. Yeah, yeah. Randy Orton and Edge. Uh, Fire, Fire Funhouse. Uh, women's title. Yeah, we, we, uh, so we might get hopefully a Hopefully, Sasha, Sasha turn. wins the yeah, SmackDown baby. Women's Championship tomorrow. Uh, yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in the match, I'm really looking forward to Otis and Dolph Ziggler. And, it's uh, Dolph. And we can talk about that one tomorrow. I'm, I'm going to get into that one. I got some things to say. But uh, <laughs> and here, here's my ultimate expectation of earlier on this show. Excuse me. Uh, earlier on the on the first night, uh, you know, we got Rob Gronkowski as the host and, and he's hosting with Mojo Rawley. And a uh, big shout out to Mojo Rawley. This is, a, you know, for him to get in this position as a is basically a de facto <clears throat> co-host of WrestleMania. Like, that's dope. See him there. Yeah. So, just hopefully, uh, you know, he kind of gets over with people, because I think, uh, you know, I've, I've been a, a fan of his for a while now. Um, anyway, our uh, truth uh, is hiding. Twenty four seven champion, our truth is hiding, and then uh, 
he ends up uh, getting knocked out. He gets punched by Gronk. <laughs> and Gronk is like, shit, let me go win this championship. He goes and pins him. And Mojo just, like, pulls pulls his homeboy off. He's like, like oh, nah, bro. You got, a, you got a Super Bowl, man. Let me get my moment, bro. I, I, I ain't get the half success in the NFL like you. Yeah. You get this. So, like, Mojo Raleigh is the 24-7 champion now. And he was like, hey, man, you, uh, I think he's won it a few more times. Oh, on, okay. Because uh, I know him and R-Truth kind of traded it back and forth. Oh, yeah, yeah, shows yeah. in, like, December, uh, December and January. Uh, and so Mojo's like, hey, man, I, I ain't hiding. You know where to find me when you're ready. Like, we can do this. So uh, I anticipate former uh, three-time Super Bowl champion, with the greatest franchise in NFL history, the New England Patriots, the greatest NFL tight end of all time, Rob Gronkowski, is going to win a championship in World Wrestling Entertainment on April 5th, 2020. And I can't wait because I would be hey. real obnoxious about it. 24-7? As a hey, Patriots fan. It's not bad. Not bad. That that That's what that title, title is for. Somebody, so, somebody coming from the outside world that's going to hold a title in WWE. That's the title to hold. Can't be bad at that. We just gotta get flavor flavor with it. Yeah, we need, That's I need to, see. to hit somebody with like a kendo stick and take it. Just hit somebody with his <laughs> clock. <laughs> okay. It's like the boogie man. <laughs> he just so, smash the clock on his head. Yeah, boy. Oh my god. <laughs> the internet would go crazy. Oh dog, people would hate that. <laughs> oh my god. People man. would hate that so much. Yeah. Hey man. Uh YKW, man. You wanna wrap it up, man? We... Yeah, man. It's another episode of Young Kings Wrestling. Special episode, man. Special uh, uh Mania Mania night one. We're gonna be back. We're gonna be back tomorrow, tomorrow, man. Yes, tomorrow. So uh might not get a weekly episode this week because we I, don't, I don't know what's going on either. So yeah, yeah, because there's talks of no wrestling for it. Yeah. Yeah, that would hurt me, but I got so much on the network to watch. I might, uh, you know, I got so much. Yeah, we might get some fantasy booking or, you know, any. I we'll don't figure know. something out. We'll figure we, something we out. We brainstorming stuff right now, so, yeah. But, yeah, man, don't forget to like, subscribe, comment. Look, look. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. iTunes. Google Play. iHeartRadio. Yes. Please subscribe on all those, man. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell somebody's uh, baby mama, baby daddy, whatever. Tell somebody to tell their kids. <laughs> tell somebody to tell their grandma. You know what I'm saying? Let them know we here. We're 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 talking wrestling. Uh, we we don't hold back, please, man. We 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 got everything you need here in wrestling. Um, no biasness, also. So yeah, we we great, man. We great. Bias sometimes though. Because I mean, let, let Sasha Banks win the championship tomorrow. I'm. <laughs> y'all y'all gonna want this show out of here and look if we are biased we admit it <laughs> i'll admit when i'm biased i'm gonna tell you right now if you black yep <laughs> listen anybody said, black uh, jeff jared hitting people guitars man it's hilarious i'm i'm sorry you watching tna <laughs> no i'm watching this little uh like like you know, best of wrestling moments on YouTube. Oh, okay. He has him like smacking people with guitars. So, yeah. Shout out to, to uh, Jeff Jerry. <laughs> Amen. Uh, man, take us out, TC.
Oh, man, me? Okay. Uh, you already know where to find us at, YK Wrestling. At YK Wrestling everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you know. Um, yes, sir. Follow, please subscribe to us on YouTube, too. Uh, we're going to post some more video yeah, footage. We, we are only uh, going to start doing more reactions. Ain't nothing. <laughs> hey, hey, there ain't nothing else for us to do. So we might yeah, ain't reaction. nothing to do, man. So, you know, I got to... I was so busy last week with, with school. I had so many projects and tests and assignments due. I was, bro, I was so flustered until I had a I had a math project due at midnight last night. I turned it in at, at like a math 11. project. Okay. So the project was we had to uh we had to like basically buy a house. So he like okay. our professor gave us uh scenarios. So our the scenarios based on like our our income and our uh our credit score and savings and so it was just like oh stuff we should learn in high school yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> so it was like so he gave us different scenarios based on our last name so like if our initial started with this we get like we make seventy five thousand dollars we got like thirty thousand in savings we got like eight hundred okay. credit score like me i had my scenario i had the 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 lowest income fifty thousand dollars <laughs> i had twenty thousand in savings so like I couldn't get nothing. What was your credit score? My credit score was 750. So credit score wasn't too bad. Oh, you get a decent, decent spot. Yeah, I get a decent little loan with that. So yeah. it was cool. Uh, I found a, I found my spot. So I had to make a whole report based on my findings, based on my criteria. Like how much could I afford? Like, will I be able to afford uh, like movers? Like, will I be able to afford, do, you know, do I have to do any renovations in the, in oh, the place? Cool. Like, Shit like yeah. that. So uh took a lot of uh you know mental energy for me. Yesterday. We should do that with a wrestle promotions and wrestlers. That would be cold. Like you ever play so you ever played that it's called it's called EWF. It's a it's a little thing. You could book you can literally book a whole promotion on there. You'll have a whole roster of wrestlers from every promotion. So you have dudes from like I'm I don't know if they still have it now, but they had it like twelve years ago. That's when I used to play. And they had oh. uh they had they had a WWE roster at the time. They had TNA's roster. Uh, they had like Japanese. They had all a bunch of uh, regular federations you probably never heard of. Any wrestler that was around at the time that was notable, they was in the game. And you could you could sign wrestlers from other companies, and like, you could put on shows. But oh, it's dope. Yeah, they, cool. they should have that, or at least bring it back or something like that. So right I, now, I, it's I time to bring back everything. Yeah, ain't nobody doing that. Let me let, let, if I find out that they got it, I'm gonna start doing it and book my whole promotion again. We're gonna we're gonna run WWE. Yes. Ultimate X was a very underrated match. Like, I I'm love the Ultimate X. I'm surprised more companies haven't tried to take that concept because that is such a great concept. It looks extremely fun. So shout I'm out, watch shout out the Primetime Elix Skipper. That's my favorite Ultimate X competitor. Him and AJ yeah. Styles. I might have to go back and watch some of those uh, those Same. matches later on. Hey, yeah. man. <laughs> hey, well, we was doing an outro for y'all, but hey, that's what you get here, man. Yeah, you we, get the we real. got completely off the rails. You start talking about math. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear this shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, man, it's Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, WrestleMania 36, night one. Uh, we'll be back for night two. Yes, Always, sir. man. Subscribe to us. Uh, follow us. Instagram on our personal accounts, tc.fontaine, uh, malik.lv. Uh, yes, sir. So we, don't, we don't got nothing to post. So Malik's been posting photography. I'm going to do the exact same. <laughs> uh, 
uh, starting next week. <laughs> oh, that shit's close. <laughs> so, hey, check us out, man. And, uh, as always, man, we, we always here for you. Hey, man, tell a friend and tell a friend and tell your mama and tell your dad, tell your grandma, tell their cousins, and tell man. the rest of everybody that's at the cookout. Yes, and as I always say, man, get blessed. Let's go ahead and stress, stress man. Man. You know <laughs> I saying? said it first. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> speak your peace. Hey, man. Hey, man. Always speak your peace, bro. We out of here. Go. Go. <laughs>